1: Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast25.
2: Hey, yo, what's up, world? This is DJ JS1 of the legendary Rocksteady Crew. And right now, you're listening to The Library with my man, Tim Einenkel, on rapstation.com. Strictly the real hip-hop. One, two, three, hey. like King Minus, as I was told. Everything that he touched, turned to gold. He's the greatest of the great, I get it straight, he's straight. Plain thing, cuz it's
3: what else can i say about my next guest that hasn't been said he's a legend of hip-hop he's one of the founding members of run dmc he's not just helped pave the way in music but also has opened doors to discussions on what are considered taboo subjects amongst hip-hop artists and he's constantly giving back to his community Darrow, DMC McDaniels, welcome to the library with Tim Einenkel on rapstation.com.
4: Yo, yo, what's happening? It's Anna and it's a pleasure to be here Rap Station Rules.
3: Thank you so much, man. So, you've said in the past that hip-hop you hear on the radio sucks. Mostly because it's embracing things like the celebration of bringing drugs in the community community or drug dealers. As a veteran of the art and one who fully admits that, that you guys did positive records, but you also had, did some negative records, quote-unquote negative records... When and how did the goal of hip-hop turn to what we're witnessing today?
4: The goal of hip-hop is always growth, um, inspiration, and transformation. Now, that being said, there's two types of hip-hop now. There's showbiz hip-hop, and there's hip-hop that is the culture. Now, the showbiz hip-hop is dominating only because they're completely promoting negative ideas, images, and concepts. Because what had happened was hip-hop was so creatively diverse. There was raps about streets. There was raps about crime. There was raps about girls. There was raps about political things. There was raps about the fat boys. Rapped about food. But there wasn't a gimmick. The Fat Boys was dope. The Fat Boys is better than 98% of all these cats out now. Nobody said, oh, that's they came fat, they rapped, they did it, they represented the art. What happened now was there was such a diversity where it was so many people in the game doing different things that when so-called labeled gangster rap came along at a time where kind of like the, the commercial value of hip-hop evened out. You know what I'm saying? It was beautiful. You know, hip-hoppers were selling gold and platinum records. But then the so-called gangster rap, because it was new or shocking, came out of nowhere and sold $2 million. When that kid that was Will Smith or that kid that was LL or that kid that was the B.C.'s of De La Soul went for a deal, they would go, Yo, you're very creative and innovative, but could you be a little more like N.W.A.? So what had happened is the thing that happens with every creative artistic entity the mi- the minute it gets commercially accepted it's polluted it's polluted and it's poisoned now it's up to us who control the culture to go punch well can't get f- brutally physically violent, but we need to shut the radio stations down. We need to sh- put the record companies on blast but more importantly it's the artist's responsibility to say okay yeah you could sell a record about a gun but you're going to sell the same amount of records about not using a gun. So what had happened was when the so called educational rap that sold 2 million started selling 330,000 The companies and the investors took their dollars and invested into the thing that was hot at that time. Now, that being said, though, the music business is the music business. The company is only in business to sell records, but it's deeper than that for hip hop, for hip hop. And what I mean by that, by doing that, you do a disservice to the youth. You do a disservice to the people who you promote and sell these records to you create homicide and you create genocide and if you don't think you don't just look at the statistics you know when you look at a community when Kumodi and a treacherous tree, and Bambada and Melly Melonum was making, yes we can, can, and Planet rocking a message, and then Run MC came along when it's like that, and then De La Soul, and even Rakim. When Rakim made his record, he could have said, "I am the stick up kid, I do hold ups," and sold a gazillion records, but he knew he had a responsibility. So what did the God M C? Rockham's the God MC, he said, I used to roll up, this is a holo, but now I earn, and what did the young shorties do? Yo, the God MC said, we don't got to be doing this. And when they looked for an answer, Rockham gave them one. The artists who are currently in that position to do that are reluctant. You could get your money, you could be showbiz, you could go Hollywood, but they are reluctant to be responsible. And what had happened, there's a lack of responsibility with the labels that put out our music and the artists who are profiting off our music.
3: You you touched on a few things there, but one thing I really stood out to me was you talked about control and who has the control. Obviously, there's more millionaires in rap music than there ever was. So from an outside perspective, you see that and you're like, whoa, who has the money controls? the the product and you kind of touched on there but who do we blame for what's saturated on the commercial airwaves um i mean do you think there is you know like an artist like cormega um argues that it's purposeful what's happening that labels are pushing out negative 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 stereotypes you know and because they want to like a prison industrial complex right um so do you think it's do we blame the MC? Do we blame the labels? Or do you think it's really just supply and demand?
4: It's definitely supply and demand. If, if, you know, it's definitely supply and demand. But the bad thing about the supply, the demand that's being supplied is this. Hip-hop has been disrespected. Because when you say the term hip-hop now, the first thing people think is negativity Bitches, hoes, guns, drug dealer, who's he dating, who got shot? up? In my generation, in the generation before me, when you said hip-hop, you was, you was enthused. You was exhilarated. You was uh, mystified. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you was educated. You was motivated. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, you know, you was entertained. The dominance of negative images has made people demand negativity because they think being negative makes them cool. You know what I'm saying? Put your money where your mouth is. All the the, the millions of dollars that control hip-hop. The money being... my My son is 20 years old. Since the day he was born, he has never... Paid for a hip hop album. He's a black youth. He never paid for a hip When I go to Vegas and when I go to spring break, and all of those white kids, all of those college kids, all of those middle class, even in Wayne, New Jersey, where I live at, and the kids is riding around, and you know, it's the, the sons of the doctors and the businessmen, the white kids riding with them, and winning their dads and moms, you know, they got money. Yo, what's up? This is yo. Di- <laughs> The to the, the demand that's being supplied is because our civilization. Talk about hip hop, you know, the urban, you know, the middle class and even, you know, the rich kids. They think negativity verifies their coolness. And now I'm saying this at fifty years old. And what a lot of these young kids don't you know, the middle school kids, the high school kids, the college kids, all of them that's just saying, you know, when Mel speaks, he ain't hating. When Mo speaks, he ain't hating. When Ben speaks, he ain't hating. When DMC speaks and Chuck ain't hating. Because what these kids gotta understand was we didn't start being who we are when we turned 45 everything that built hip-hop everything that changed the world with hip-hop we did when we were 16 17 18 the oldest mc was 21 years old so let's not get it twisted and negativity didn't verify um our existence The you know when you listen to the message, when you listen to "Yes We Can," when when you listen to Planet Rock, and it's, even on Sucker MCs. I said I'm DMC in the place to be. I go to St. John's University. I think it was Killer Mike who said, "You know what happened to the to the to the mind state of our youth when they wasn't afraid to point out the, the university they go to representing hip hop instead of throwing up a gang sign and showing a red or blue flag." You know what I'm saying? And and look where the the supplying of the demand has destroyed our kids. Look at rappers nowadays. In my generation, when we was young, we pointed at us. When we took our pictures and our b boy stances, those fingers was pointing at us. Killer Mike said, "Kids do this now. When they take their album cover or they take a photo shoot, they holding their wrist at the camera. They point out. They holding their chain out. So the people that are being supplied for this so called demand." Of all of these negative, immature, negative, irresponsible, ignorant idea of power. It's a false representation of hip-hop. And you say, you know, who's to blame? It's just like this. Radio stations used to could do this. I used to could go, say if I was a New York DJ and I went to Baltimore. And I heard the dopest MC record in Baltimore. I used to be able to come home. Say I went to a party in Baltimore Saturday night. I come home Monday morning. You turn on the DMC hip-hop show. Yo, I was in Baltimore Saturday. I heard this. And you can play his record. And then the people here go, yo, that's dope. Now, my son, I just start taking my son on the road. He goes, daddy, how come I hear the same four records every 20 minutes on radio? I don't believe in conspiracy theories. But it's definitely deeper than just the music. And, the, it's, it's, and what I mean by that is this. The old school at noon. I'd rather they not play the old school at noon. Like they trying to do a favor for me. It's disrespectful. Why do you say that? They giving you a prop. First of all, it's the old school at noon. When they play it, where are all the kids in school? Where are all the parents at work? So they play me 12 to 1. On weekdays, when the kids who should be hearing music made by people their age, which is educational, innovative, creative, they don't hear that. But when they get out of school at 3 o'clock, turn it on. You hear to turn it up, sip the syrup, just the hose, and stuff like that. So I don't believe in conspiracy theories because it's deeper than a conspiracy theory. And that's it. And the whole thing that is, is so bad that because of the dollars – People look at responsibility and throw it to the curb. I gotta tell young kids, man, you, 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 you like Mr. Pusher Man and you like the MCs and the rappers that name their names, name their names in their existence after drug lords and mafia figures, right? But you turn on the TV and you see MTV Cribs. Oh, shoot. You know how many cars this dude got. You know, you even know where he sleeps at. You see his refrigerator, this and that. But then you got to notice something. Oh, shoot. He rhyming about all this negativity, deaf, and destruction. but he living in a gated community. His children go to the best schools. And then we supporting, but the people who the supplies being fed to those are the kids that's in co- like it just bugs me out that I go to a college party and I say nothing against them It's what they do I'm not talking about there's anything wrong with them partaking in their generation's music but I'm looking at all of these kids in college jumping around and celebrating to stuff that destroy people that's crazy and it, it just pisses me off that even our elder statesmen no, not elder statesmen. I we always talk about the real. The present people who dominate don't address the issues. When I walked the red carpet, when Chuck walked the red carpet, when De La Soul walked the red carpet, when Tribecore Quest walked the red carpet, when Big Daddy Kane walked the red carpet, when Eric B. And Rick, nobody never said, who's your stylist? What kind of car you drive? Who you think? They would go, why are you young people saying what you're saying and doing what you're doing? What had happened? I don't believe in conspiracy theories, but the powers that be said, yo, these young people are on to something. We got to stop it because if the rate that they keep going, things is going to change that period of the period after Rappers Delight to you know to the right to the early 90s when rap was fab, people forget how fab the, the 90s were amazing lyrically and imaging the, the beats all the way up to war and park and all of that but in that little period after reaganomics see i was a little kid i was 12 listening to Mel and mo young dudes from the bronx and manhattan who had i went to catholic school my whole life Dudes that had less than me living in the battles, Harlem didn't used to be Harlem. It's Harlem now. It used to be Harlem. The Bronx was burning. But dudes that had less than me were telling me, "D, go to school, educate yourself." The reason why I said I'm DMC and the place to be, I go to St. John's University, and wasn't afraid to rap about that is because Cool Mo D on Yes We Can Can said, "Um, and what was Obama's campaign thing?" When Obama first won, I was in Japan, and everybody was jumping around. And I understood, yo, it's great that I got to see a black president, that's crazy. But then I said these words, in the room you could hear a pin drop. Obama wins and stuff, and it was, it was great to see a black, whoa! So I believe Hillary might win. I mean, you can see a lady now, you can see a, a Latino now. It's unchanged. change. But after that happened, I sat there and said, Obama, Obama don't impress me, and everybody just got quiet. And I saw the funny look, and I said, oh, oh, let me clarify myself. I'm not dissing that. But 20 years before Obama won, Cool Moe D. and the Treacherous Three made a record where they sampled the Pointer Sisters. Yes, we can, can. do ba do do I know we can make it. I know that we can. I know darn well that we could work it out. Oh, yes, we can, can. And it started. Eating. Now, this is 2015 this record started evil destruction tax deduction price inflation rocks the nation and unemployment is on the rise it's hard to find a compromise and if it lasts like this for a long enough time won't lead to nothing but a higher level of crime so we say and then Kumo D, Sunshine and Special K went and talked about the social issues that were destroying our lives and at the end of that record you know they did their, they did their routine treacherous Straight thing. Then that point of the record came where each of them get to spit their verse. Kumo cool D said, once an old body from the neighborhood, I took a hop to the top. Cause I knew that I would excel over the rest because I make progress. I don't consider it luck because I'm not blessed. I got my life all together. Love the way that I live. Go to school really cool and I think positive. Then he said, It's a right to have fun, lots of pleasures and joy, but it's a brain that separates the men from the boys. I had to pull a needle back. Because this is Kool Moe Dee that just battled Busy Bee. This is Kool Moe Dee from the Treacherous Street. Him and Millie Mel Mill were gods. And on this record, he said that. Inspired the little 15-year-old kid living in Queens who was getting, my mother forever paid for every school to go to me. But when I felt that positivity, see, that's what's missing right now. These kids now don't see a dude that look like Little Wayne rhyming like Mo Mel, a
3: chaos one. And somebody's scared of that. And that's the truth. Right, there's more of a, a there's there's not a balance anymore. As like, I mean, because we can't. I think sometimes what happens. I, I, don't, I don't like that word. It's not a it's not a balance.
4: It's about truth. It's no truth. It's not just not truth. On every block in the city, everybody ain't no hustler. I talk, when I go speak to kids, especially in middle schools now, they laugh. I said, "Look, I don't want to go to jail because I like my freedom. I don't want to get shot because it hurts." They all laugh, and that's truth. Biggie, Biggie, I got to tell, tell kids and adults, first of all, some adults don't know that Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five is the first hip-hop group inducted into the rock and roll of fame. Do you know how many people, black hip-hop that don't know that? I tell people, you can never, ever interview me about my induction till you go get Flash and them the next whole year, but nobody cares about that. But what I was going to say is, um, when I go to these schools and I talk to these kids, I said, I didn't change the world when I was 50 years
3: old. I changed it when I was this age. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. And there was, a, there was a time, I mean, I, sixth grade, I got to, I don't know, I can't tell you what the project was about, but my teacher let me use uh, self-destruction as my sixth grade project. So I remember having a cassette tape and bring it in, and it was just like, and there was that, you know, I mean, you saw images of, like, of, you know, of Chuck, and there was... There was truth, and there was, and, and, and not to. I think sometimes what happens is that we talk about the quote unquote old school or true school, right, right. and we romanticize what yeah. we they are, you know what they are actually talk about, and what people don't realize is that no, there was there was a there there's was live, more. There, yeah, exactly. It was crazy. <laughs> oh. Luke, the two live crew. Right, right, exactly, there. right. And, then, and two, but it was all inclusive.
4: See, but see that was the difference when we did shows. You would go see Run, you would go see Elle. We we'll go see Houdini, who was like the OJs of hip-hop, and you see School E.D., and then you'd see Luke in them. The problem is we don't need 50 School Ds. We don't need 50 Luke's. And somebody's not, it's not about balance. It's about telling the truth. People laugh when I say, we've got a lot of club records. Everybody don't go to clubs. You've got a lot of strip club records. Everybody don't go to strip clubs? I don't want to go to strip I don't like street clubs. It's all my money and booty and all that. You know so Go find a girlfriend or whatever. But the truth is, is when them parties is over, when them parties is over, these rappers and stuff that you celebrate in their lifestyle over, they go to where they going. You going back to there. They ain't trying to tell you information on their records to help you get there. Hip-hop didn't just, And the problem is this. This current generation and even the business, hip-hop didn't just create rappers. Create a journalist and designer. The Jabberwockies have a residency in Vegas, like Cher. Well, the kids don't get that. They th- all these kids is trying to be Jay Z and Lil Wayne and Kanye, and that's the last thing y'all should just desire to be. You know what I'm saying? Deuce, tell me. I was walking in Wall Street one day, white guy looked just like Tony Soprano standing over there. DMC, come in. I had to think. Do I want to go over there. They might extort me. But, but I walked over there, and this white guy, businessman, said, I'm who. Hey, check this out. He said, I am who I am because of Run-DMC, the Beastie Boys, and Coogee rapping Polo. So that meant he liked running them, doing their thing, it's tricky. He loved them being rap, but he also liked Coogee rapping Polo. Now what did you get there? Three different realizations. It didn't matter if he was black from the hood. And it didn't matter if he was a town. He got three different revelations of his truth, man. And it's crazy. And when you hear Bam and when you hear Mel and them talking, stuff like that, they don't have a grievance. It goes deeper than that. You know what I'm saying? Mel's a grown man. His anger isn't about him not getting a check. Come on. His anger is about not being able to go see Lil Wayne and Meek Mel. And in, in, in MC Light and Mel on the same show. Hip hop is the only form. Jazz artist picture Branford Marsalis not getting out, going out of his way to give Miles Davis if Miles was No, Mister Dave, you look, look at an interview with rock stars: Clapton, Stephen Tyler, and Joe Perry, Mick Jagger, and Keith Richards. Do an interview with them. That whole interview is sitting there talking about the black blues artists that influenced them. They ain't sitting there talking, man, this and that. You know, you got dudes now that go, yeah, I like Rock Him, but they won't put him on the show, you know. You're going on the t- won't put him. It's the, with Rock, ZZ, Top, or open for Aerosmith. You know what I'm saying? The, the funny thing, Hurricane told me, yo, Foo Fighters used to open for us. I know all his guys. A the Green Day. They, they, it's community there. Hip-hop, we lost our community because we're getting fed pipe dreams. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people's reality ain't only what's on the radio or MTV. But the perception with this hip-hop business, not the culture, with this business, it is. The negative, asinine, immature, ignorant mindset and it's crazy when you say that word ignorant especially to a lot of young guys in this game a lot of the so called A&Rs and executives they take it like it's, I'm saying you're stupid and they take it per- personal you ignorant mother f- they take it like oh, no. ignorant means you're just ignoring all of the stuff that's important to this man and they ignore it purposely because they think if I speak the truth I might see some zeros cut off the end of my chest